you smexy people out there. Welcome to the 149th episode of Hobby Addicts. I am your host Mitsugi and I am joined on this beautiful summer day in winter Florida. <laughs> summer Speak in the winter mid- middle of... It's like 94. <laughs> it's like 94 outside, literally. Dude, what? It's literally rainy and chilly in New York. Welcome to all of you that are listening from around the world in your pajamas. Yes. Those of you at the grocery store, those of you that are at the gym. Or some of you who sleep like I do. Naked? Naked. Nude. Welcome. In your skin pajamas. We have our we have uh, the man <laughs> wearing a blue polo for the first yes. time in his life. His name is oh. Kazuo. You know, Mitz, today I did something that really got me in touch with the 23% of me that is Caucasian. And I decided as such I would dress in the whitest way I could. <laughs> I'm talking I, polo. I need picks. I'm need talking picks. short shorts. I'm just going to tell you right now. Yes. It takes a woman to make a man <laughs> wear a polo that's blue. <laughs> I'm just kidding. His name's Cosimo. Howdy, y'all. It's good to be here. And you're going to be hearing more about Boy, that later. Boy, I tell you what. And I won't pick on you, I promise. We also have the wonderful, glowing Mandy. She's in Cincinnati. Hello. And how are you today? I'm doing Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I have a bellyache. <laughs> See oh, if I can wow. get through it. <laughs> bellyache. And of course, we have the very luscious, the mm, handsome, mm, yeah. Enzo. Luscious. From, uh-huh. from, from rainy and chilly New York City, how are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. I've been, do- I've been doing a lot, of, a lot of hobbies lately, actually, so I'm excited to talk about them. Nice. Cool. Well, it looks like today we have some interesting topics for you. We're going to be talking about, a, I assume this is a game, Dragonlance Doom Brigade. Uh, Dragonlance is a novel series. series. It's a novel series. Well, it has a very badass title. I'll say that right (laughs) now. And um, we're also going to be talking Beck manga and some 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 like personal drama. Final Fantasy fourteen. Some Final Fantasy fourteen personal drama. Oh damn. And then and then Kazo is going to be talking to us about what? Good old disc golf. Disc golf, which I'm actually which I kind of which I kind of want to go do sometime because I think it sounds fun. Disc golf. Yeah. We used to play soccer golf when I was in high school. What? Oh, okay. It's the right. same thing, but yeah, you yeah. kick the ball. It's for you know, for accuracy. Sure. So. Yo, guys. Guys. I'm, <laughs> I just got to send a video of, of a crowd of people at an airport, and someone put, a, you know when you go to pick up your luggage on that, like, circle the conveyor thing? conveyor belt? Yeah. The conveyor belt, someone put a dildo upright on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Okay. It's just going. <laughs> we'll talk about that on our hentai episode, which we'll be doing after the podcast today. So, Who would like so to begin good. with their discussion topics? You know what, Mitz? I never I start. Think, I think Cosmo should start. I'm fresh. Go I'm ahead, fresh friend. out of my car. You are. You are literally red. I literally came straight here. Hey, if, if you've ever wondered what a very dark-skinned man looks like mm. when he is sunburned, yes. You you. I don't you, think it's sunburn. You're you're dark, but you have like this cherry hue. Yes, that's true. <laughs> it's interesting. It's my. It's a Native American in me. It's the eight uh, percent Native American. You look out. radioactive. <laughs> but tomorrow you're gonna look delicious. That's true. Um, so yeah, I played a very interesting game today that I'd never even heard of prior to same, like, maybe like a month or two ago. 
and that is disc golf. Uh, is this the same as frisbee? Well, you do use uh, devices similar to frisbees while playing disc golf, but hmm. do not call it frisbee golf. How dare you? That's what I was wondering. I was like, I've heard of frisbee golf. <laughs> yeah, so it is. It is maybe very, it's a region thing. It's very specifically disc golf. Weird. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, it was. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Basically, for those that are unfamiliar with the game at all, it I takes think place. All three of us. <laughs> all. Yeah. All of us. Oh no no oh, no! oh no! I know what it is very yeah. well, actually. Oh. Oh yes. Oh, of course you do. I You're do. I even. Know, I even know that the baskets are made out of. I uh, made out of vertical chains. That's true. You must trap the, di- the oh. disc inside of the little chain basket. Damn. All right. Oh, oh. I know what's up. Is that people. not frisbee golf? How dare you? <laughs> I'm pres- so confused. How dare you presume? The correct term is disc golf, Mandy. Oh, okay. Is Man, this an Ohio thing? Because we definitely call it frisbee golf. Well, I don't know if you were in with professional disc golf. Oh players. shit! Oh, I'm sorry. But I didn't they, realize you were speaking to a professional to now. As disc golf, I'll have you know. Oh my god! I always okay. knew Kyle was going to become a professional athlete. Today, <laughs> they didn't think it was going to be in disc you golf. You found your calling. <laughs> Today, I was playing with a professional. Okay, I see. Somebody I see. who is on the circuit and competes in competitions. How much money does he make? Uh, none. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Move, um, moving on. And it's it's a she. Um, oh, so, oh, baby. Uh, <laughs> anywho, hence the blue polo. Mm. Hey girl. Mm. <laughs> you I see. So fun. Really bits. Sorry. <laughs> um. So for those unfamiliar with the sport, I say yeah. I'm like oh yeah, it's a sport. I'd, I'd classify it as a sport. <laughs> it requires yeah. physical exertion. Um, yeah. It takes place on. Uh, like a, a field of play not too dissimilar from a golf course, although where we played today was a place called The Quarry, which is, in fact, a quarry. And mm. for those that don't know what a quarry is, it is basically a place with a bunch of holes in the ground um, mm. and, like, hills and whatnot. It's basically where they, like, excavated, like, rocks and all that stuff. So it has since had grass grow over it, and they converted it into a park slash disc golf course. So you are... Starting at a particular position that's marked off, and you have to throw a disc or a frisbee, and they make them in various sizes and shapes. There are mm-hmm. drivers, which are made to be more dense and like uh, sharp, so they can cut through. Oh go, shit! So you can throw them, throw them further. Yeah, go for distance. Whoa, there are, so it's like golf clubs. Yeah, there are midfielders. There are putters that are like thicker and more round. So they're better for like accuracy at short distance. So there's like a variety of them. And you basically start at one end of the course, throw your disc as far as you can towards the, you know, towards the goal, which the goal is a maybe six foot tall metal contraption. There's like a pole coming out of the ground and like a basket with chains and you have to get it into the basket through the chains. Um, Hmm. And land it in the basket in order to score. And of course, like golf, you have, you know, this is a par three or whatever. And so you have to get it within a certain number of throws. Um, and I'll tell you what, I'd never really like messed around with Frisbees or anything like that. Uh, like obviously when you're a kid. Do you know how to throw a Frisbee? Yeah. I mean, I have the general idea of how to throw a Frisbee. Mm. Um, <laughs> like, you know, whatever. But there is definite technique, not only to how you throw it, as far as keeping the, the Frisbee flat. You know, you don't want to throw it at any sort of an angle because then the wind will catch it and carry it off in the opposite, like in like sideways somewhere. Um, yeah. So you want to keep it flat, keeping it low to the ground. There's like body technique and how you throw. Um, and as far as like stepping into it, pivoting, keeping the disc close to your body as you release it, like the release at the end, like flicking it in the correct direction so that 
as it curves, it goes where you want it to go. Like there's a lot involved in like the technique of it. And there's a lot of like physical exertion. Like you're really far away from these goals. So you are launching this thing as hard as you can. Um, all while trying to maintain your technique and accuracy. So it can be pretty tricky. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, especially, I mean, I, I, I kind of lucked out cause I went with a friend of mine who like competes in this and has been doing it for several yeah. years. Oh shit. So, uh, so, so you had, so you had someone to like help you. Yeah. So she was like giving me all the pointers and showing me exactly how I was supposed to do it and everything. So I kind of lucked out there, but Did she do the thing where like, where you, like, she's trying to teach you and she came up behind you and like put her hand on your waist and like, <laughs> like Patrick Swayze from and Ghost was, and, was, and was, and was like, yeah, and was like, no, hey, Kazuo, uh, I think you're holding this wrong. What yeah, you just, yeah, yeah. Uh, adjust your hand. It's she, all in the hips. She like, she grabs it's my hips. It's all in the hips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that did not happen. Okay. Damn. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I want it to so badly. I won't lie. <laughs> you do. That's hilarious. Um, I, I will say, you know what? Even if you aren't playing with someone who has played before, this is just a fun game to like hang out with your friends. Like, I, I can see why people get into things like golf because it's you're basically hanging out with your homies on a course you're out in like your you know the uh like nature but not like super nature yeah. um and it's you got, just go and you bring you, like you know some beers or some weed or whatever yeah talk to some you. weed <laughs> you know if it's legal in your area i don't know and you just freaking do your thing partake and enjoy yourselves and, and it's a lot of fun here's my Mitch, question we should go dude i would love to go with you yeah what's up man when do we get the anime the disc yeah, golf the anime. anime. Oh my god, yeah. you're a genius. That, that would be a lot of fun. I didn't even think about this. <laughs> Dude, I would, would be love a lot to of see fun. The, peop- the people that made Hanebato doing Ultimate Frisbee would be kind of sick. Oh my well, god. Well, Ultimate <laughs> is way different. Let me just say, uh, Ultimate, well, yeah, Ultimate Frisbee is hardcore shit. Went. Yeah. But, but, but let me just say that before we have disc golf the anime, we, we need to have golf the anime. That's true. That's a good point. Girls in skirts and stuff. I thought we did. Listen, having played Hot Shots Golf for years, right. you can make some pretty damn good cute anime girl golfers. Trust me. It, sure. could, it could really be, be a good thing. And, Jap- and, golf play, uh... is, and golf is so popular in Japan. It's like, it's like one of the most popular sports in Japan. Interesting. Is it? Absolutely. I wonder if yeah, disc golf is a super so. shot. It is huh. huge in Japan. I wonder if disc golf is popular at all so. in Japan. I'll tell you what, though, Mitz. Like around us, there are tons of courses. Really? That I didn't even know about. Well, I want to go with you. Is it expensive? No, it's free. It's free. Yeah, you just. What do you mean you, free? You just take your. If you have discs, you which, get. Which your, I don't. Right. So you get discs, and then you just go to a have, course. Do Most, they have discs? Discs at the course? Generally, no. Oh, if they sucks. do, then you would have to pay for that. But generally, they're just at like public parks and things like that, and people will set up courses at the park, and so you just go and play play the course. Wait, ah. set up courses. Yeah, don't you have to like? Isn't there like? I mean, a, you'll work something out with the park. But isn't but isn't like the course? I have a giant like like structure that has like chains on it and stuff that forever yeah, the hole is. How it, can you just it's set the that size up? of a uh, grown adult human? But you're not carrying it with you like in a pickup truck. No, no, no. Those are permanently placed. Okay, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But they're not like. So, you, so, so you're just bringing like cones and stuff to like define your field. No, the field is already kind of laid out generally oh, okay. at the it's parks even that better happen. Then. So, it's even better then. Yeah, so it's like an open park. It will have a line painted where it's like this is the starting line and then you'll see the goal off in the distance and then it's like, all right, you have to get it to that goal one way or another. Well, that sounds fun as hell. I like it. Yeah. That sounds great. Actually, a lot of fun, yeah. low barrier to entry and it sounds like it's something that would just is fun to just play with your homies, you know? Yeah. On a nice su- summer day in the middle of February. I can definitely see myself getting 
uh, tilted and tackling people. Well, honestly, you probably shouldn't tackle I get, I get, tackling people. I get pretty, I get, I get pretty hype and tackling fuel. When I play sports, extreme disco, tackling fuel. Yeah. All right. Well, I definitely but, will go with yeah. you. I, I really don't want to. Oh, yeah. bu- I don't want to buy a set of like fourteen frisbees. Right. But if they rent them for like ten bucks or twenty bucks, I would pay twenty bucks to play frisbee golf. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, disc golf. Sorry. 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 Disc golf. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds like yeah. fun. Get that shit straight. And nothing happened uh, with the lady. No, Mitch. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just Jeez. okay. I'm just checking. All right, moving on. <laughs> All right. So, which uh, one of you two uh, wonderful people would like to go next? I can. I can go next. Okay. Because I want to touch on. I just want to talk about two things. Um, the first thing is because Mandy's been popping off on World of Warcraft. Oh, shit. She like, itch, like the itch to play an MMO came back to me. So I have re. Purchased a subscription to Final Fantasy XIV. Oh boy! And I bu- I bought Stormblood. Which I is have that the- as well, but I don't have my now. Are you going to get me playing this damn game again? I'm I'm like for real playing it, but you are so <sighs> behind me that I can't really help you. <laughs> how do you How do you know that? Because th- what level did you leave off at? I'm max level on like two classes. At sixty? I don't remember. I think I mean, I think I'm like fifty five. 55, 55, I, 55, yeah, 55 if, I could probably help you clear stuff. Yeah, I'm like if you wanted to play. I think I'm like 55 because I finished the main game and I'm, a, and I'm like into the expansion stories. Wait, aren't you seeking a two-player game to play? You should just both. It's on the PS4 too, you know. It's cross, um, it's cross-platform. Cross you can still play with. You can still play with me through your PS4. Yeah, well, yeah. It's just that the reason, just like, and no offense, but like when I when I bought it before and was like all gung ho, everyone else decided to quit playing. Yeah, as I recall. Can I play again as my <laughs> tiny little character guy? He was so cute. Your of little dude. You what was he? What was his? Ataru Taru. Oh, he was Lollafell. adorable. What is Pompadour? Pompadour is freaking awesome. <laughs> he was he super adorable. He was super cute. Uh, no. I remember you got the like hot pants or something. Yes. You, something showed off your like butt. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> what class did you play again, dude? I forgot. I don't even remember. Oh man. Oh my god. That's so much. I fun. know Mandy was definitely a bard. Um, yeah, I'm bard. Yeah, Mandy's a bard because ranger basically. Mm-hmm. I'm a dragoon. Mitz was a warrior. Warrior. I am a warrior. You know, but Final Fantasy XIV's classes are weird. Like, it starts off with the class you would think would be, like, this, like the weaker class. And then the stronger class is the one, you know, like, warrior is, usually, 30. warrior is usually, like, a basic class. And then you have something like Dark Knight or or what do you do before Marauder, right? Marauder, you would think, would be, like, the more advanced class, but it's not. That's, like, the low one. I, yeah, I forget which, because you go from... Like for dragoon, you start as a lancer through level thirty, and then you become a dragoon. Yeah. I, so I started as a marauder, and I got that really high, and then I and then I transferred over to warrior, and I've got that high. Right. So and you because you were using an axe, oh, I, right? I yeah. was a monk, and I think I'm working on dark oh knight. Were you? Yeah, yeah, because I was throwing like mad punches and stuff. Oh no, you were a pugilist or pugilist? A pugilist? Okay. pugilist? How do I pugilist say? Pugilist that would then turn pugilist. into a monk. <laughs> pugilist. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Pugilism is the art of, uh, well, basically throwing hands, boxing, boxing. I think really I was working. Cool I think Throw I was working. Tiny hands. Yep. I, I was working on Dark Knight <laughs> when I stopped playing again, but um, yeah. But you're probably, oh, you're, but you're probably like epically ahead of me. Uh, I'm only level sixty-two right now. I'd have so, to, I'd have to bring it up and like take a look at it. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, because I know you're looking for a PS2 game to play online, and like you can sink hundreds of hours on this game. Oh yeah, yeah. I already have. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So I I started playing again, and I was really looking forward to talking to my free company and my free company which is how you what you would call a guild so like i was really looking forward to hanging out with my guild again because it they they are one of the most active guilds on the fairy server and it's always been fun but i logged in and like no one was online except for this one guy and it was kind of like that for like a couple days and i was and I, I straight up asked i was like yo akashi like is the fc dead like it doesn't log in anymore and he kind of was like yeah like kind of um i don't know like people don't really log in anymore like it's just like like the FC officers and that's really it. And I was like, oh, that's kind of sucks because I remember the days where we would all Skype like like a shit ton of us and like, or TeamSpeak, not Skype. We TeamSpeak a lot, a shit ton of us and just like party up and everything. Um, after that conversation, I joined a random raid group and it was me and seven members of this different uh, free company that I've always heard of as well. And we were having a great time. And at the end of it, they, they were like, yo, dude, like, do you, like, this was really fun. Like, do you want to join our free company? And I had never really considered, you know, like, leaving the one I was in because I was so close to everyone. But I decided to do it. And I'm actually really sad currently because I had to say goodbye to a couple of them that were actually online. And it sucked. <laughs> it like I, I haven't talked to these people in years, but, like, the memories of... Me in college playing with them on these really hard raids was like coming up all of a sudden. And I was like, damn. You're such a soft little like, cupcake. I, love I know. <laughs> I could, because I appreciate them, man. Like, there, was a, there were a lot, of, a lot of late nights playing Final Fantasy XIV with these people. Uh, so it was really sad, but I said goodbye and I joined the new one. And it was really awesome because the second I joined, it was like 30 people messaging being like, yo, welcome, dude. What's up, man? Hey, welcome, welcome. I was like, fuck, this is what I love about Final Fantasy XIV. Dude, it's like people are super welcoming in that game. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Even in a lot of MMOs, I feel like. Like, I'm not a big MMO person at all, but like, I played a bit of 14. I also played a bit of WoW back in the day. And like, I remember the first like one or two times I played WoW, a random dude came up and was like, "Hey man, are you new?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Hey, here's a bunch of gold." I'm like, "Thanks." The yeah, fuck? yeah, I you like, get that a lot. I was like, in wow. WoW. <laughs> that was awesome. You also yeah. get people who dress up as night elves and dance for money. It's really funny. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, man, they got money. rid of all the role playing servers. Warcraft role playing is the scariest thing I have ever seen. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> it's so terrifying. I, I, they got rid of them. I think. I think they got rid of all the servers. There is a massive one. And me and my friend, who uh, I worked at GameStop with, we were like, yo, let's just go. Let's just create a character on this roleplay server. And just go in there and just fuck around and see what happens. Go, every rumor you ever hear about Goldshire Inn is 100% true. It is the creepiest thing. <laughs> you go so in there crazy. and there's like... like uh, like night elf women trying to like get like lap dances, lap dances, and get money, and people just—it's ridiculous. That's so <laughs> there that's are so like interesting. characters sitting around naked with alcohol. It's and everyone's role playing it. That's kinda, it is see, terrifying. Like, I think that's awesome, but yeah, also so crazy. But then you also have people trying like, hey, hey, you want to hook up just for a uh, hundred gold tonight? <laughs> I'm like. Nah. <laughs> no, dude. Nah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> there are people that used to do that in Ultima Online, which is like this t old looking 2D game. 
And people yeah. would be like, let's go to the inn. And then you go to the inn, and then you would do like the bowing motion in front of them. And it would oh look my like, God. It would look like, oh, yeah. you know, like, oh, and then here's, oh. Your, here's your 15 gold. Or my absolute favorite experience in role playing on a role play server <laughs> was that I grouped up with somebody and we were doing quests because back in um, Vanilla WoW, there are a lot of quests that required parties. Right. Because this stuff was so hard and everything's easier now. But <laughs> uh, back then, it, you had to team up with some quests. And there's this guy who was role playing a character who was terrified of rain. So, whenever <laughs> random rain would come around, he'd take off and freak out no matter what fight you're in. He's that like, is- oh, I have to get to shelter. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It was I love great. That. I love Dude, that. I know people that used to play like games where their character was a drug addict. So mm-hmm. whenever Jesus they would Christ. come across like any drug they, or any like potion or anything, they would have to immediately consume it. <laughs> it's just so stupid. What the fuck. <laughs> I love people. The hu- the human race is uh is rather interesting, huh? <laughs> it's great. But um but yeah, so I I joined this new one. I mean, I didn't get to play too much with them after because I joined it and then I realized it was like three o'clock and I was like, oh, let me go get ready for the podcast. Let me review my shit. Um, but. Yeah, like leaving the other FC was really sad to the point where I kind of role played a little bit to myself because I stood out. I I went to the company estate, which is our huge mansion that we all put money towards. So like I it's so sad leaving this house. Um, I looked at it. I made my character bow in front of the house and then I turned around and I went to my new <laughs> estate with my new FC. And it, I did not think I was going to feel so sad, but I am literally thinking about how sad I am right now about leaving my old free company, oh my but it's dead and no one plays anymore. Uh, We're going to start our own anyway, company. Uh, if we all ever become extremely end game in Final Fantasy fourteen and millionaires as well, because it costs a lot of money to have a house. Um, I think I think it costs five million gil to start a free company. And then it costs like a million gil to buy a house. So we would have to have a shit ton of money. I've never even had a million gil to I my mean, name. I mean, you could buy a million gil for probably like 60 bucks. Oh, uh, probably. Easily. Um, but yeah, so that's that's that. And recently I've also been on a huge manga kick. And I've read 22 volumes of Beck in a week. My God. And f- fuck, I love those characters, guys. How many <laughs> volumes is it? 34 23 to 234 drop on comicsology this month on the 27th and i can't wait dude the the um, i i'm proud to say that the manga follows the and no, the anime follows the manga pretty much exactly up until uh, like uh but only up to like volume 11 and then it just so much more happens and i it further it further increases my love for beck as I kept reading it, I was like, holy shit, like, no wonder this thing still impacts me to this day. Like, it's perfect. And I, I am enjoying this second half of the story so much. And I, it makes me upset that the anime won't ever do it. Um, so, I don't know. I'm starting to hope that some anime studio, Netflix maybe, I don't know, just, like, reboots back and that gives me the whole thing. Because it's fucking sick. Kazo, you would love the story that keeps happening after the show. How far, if you haven't read the manga. How far, like, in the manga is the sh- like does the show go? Like, what volume would you uh, say the show ends at? I think I think it was, like, volume 11 where oh, wow. they do Man, the whole Grateful Sound stuff. 
Yeah, it's a shit ton more, dude. dude. Like a lot more, oh, dude. You 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 think you you think you were satisfied with Koyuki's development? No, dude. So much more happens. It's awesome, and I will officially announce that Mahominami is my number one waifu of all damn time. Ooh. She is pretty hot. You're finally she is calling the best. It. She's she is the coolest girl ever. She's perfect. If she was real, she'd be my type 100. percent That's awesome. Yeah. So that's what I've been. That's both these things have been taking up a lot of my time recently. You, so you found your girl, and she's not real though. Oh. Found my girl. Well, well, I've met girls like Maho several times actually, but you know, don't got time for that. Yep. Because you're podcasting. Because I'm podcasting. <laughs> but yeah. So that's it. That's what I've been doing. Mandy. Mando. Now, Mando, you are timer. How's it coming? Oh. Oh. Starto. Starto. So, yeah, I have been reading back into Dragonlance, and I love it. <laughs> Who is the uh, author of Dragonlance? That sounds really familiar. Dragonlance has been going since the early 80s, and so... Just like Mitz. Uh, <laughs> me too. Yeah, well, the mid-80s. <laughs> I think That's it so first funny. came out '84. Uh, I think maybe um, sooner than that. I can't remember around that time. But um, uh, it has multiple uh, authors. It originated with Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman, and then after that, it's uh, pretty much a bunch of other authors putting in like fan works into the series mm. and it's massive because Dragonlance started off as a bunch of authors coming together in a D&D campaign and they eventually ended up turning their D&D campaign into a novel and Classic. then Wizards of the Coast was like we want to make this a module so then Drag Dragonlance became a D&D module, and so that's where it spawned from there. But um, So yeah, the original was written out by Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman uh, with a bunch of their author friends. So and it's, it's massive. Okay. Like, I'm looking at the list right now, and between novels, short stories, and comic books, there is a total of 420 books. <laughs> Jeez, good lord. It's a massive I'm sorry, world. Wait. Did, what what did you what number was that just now? Four hundred and twenty. Well four twenty, yeah. Yes. Yeah, boy. And there's one terrible movie. I gotta get my ass to Colorado now. <laughs> oh, is that what the movie's based on? The the D movie from forever ago? No, no, not? there's one called Dragonlance. It's a cartoon, it's not good. Right. Uh. Unfortunately. How about Dragonheart? Well, that's a classic. I love Dragonheart. Sean Connery. Oh, poor Draco. Yeah, he's the best little dragon. I love him. He's not little. No. I had that big. book too. I have it somewhere. Hey, all dragons are little, okay? Oh, all dragons are little. <laughs> Except for the dragons <laughs> in Reign of Fire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that movie too. Sure. Dude, I love Reign of Fire. They are huge. <laughs> Me too. I love dragons. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but um so I currently uh I haven't been able to read every book. I've read maybe 50 of them. Slacker. And it's a lot. But I picked up a random one that was stuck in between uh two of the chronicles or I'm sorry, it started with like a trilogy. Uh mm -hmm. Dragons of Autumn Twilight, Dragons of Winter um Oh, those are the ones I own. I own those. Yeah. Yeah, it's yes. the original trilogy, uh, Winter's Night and then Summer Flame. 
And mm. between Winter's Night and Summer Flame, there is one called uh, Doom Brigade. And <clears throat> so in the Dragonlance world, dra the dragonborn race of uh, in D&D are known as Draconians. And so it's all about a regiment of Draconians called Kang's Regiment. Is, and is there anyone named Tiberius Stormwind from Draconia? No, no, there's no Tiberius. <laughs> but, but this one is the uh, follows the character of Kang of the uh, Draconian army. And uh, so in the original trilogy, Tiamat, the, the equivalent of Tiamat in Dragonlance is Tachesis. And Tachesis uh, ordered her um, minions, her followers, to find dragon eggs from like the silvers, actually all of them, pretty much her own flight, which were the chromatic dragons, and all of the metallic dragons. Any eggs that they could find were turned into the armies, and they were corrupted and turned into draconians, which were uh, meant to be easier to deal with than dragons, because dragons were very difficult to deal with sometimes because they hated all the lesser uh, mm -hmm. races. So these were easier to control for her. And um, they also had a lot of magic, and uh, they it was easier to amass them into an army where dragons were like, no, we don't want to work together. They were very, like, uh, solo. <laughs> and uh, so uh, they turned into all these draconians dragons were pissed off they're like you took all our eggs and turned them into these monstrosities and so um eventually there comes a time where uh king king's regiment after this massive defeat in the second book of the trilogy um king's army doesn't really have anything to do they're kind of pushed off to the side and their queen uh Tachises was kind of um laying low for a while and so they're like well our god is not talking to us we don't really know what to do and so they've just been uh trying to find a purpose in the world because they were made just for war and now without war they're like we don't know what to do what is our purpose because there's mm. also no female draconians all the female eggs were destroyed oh because, shit that's so sad <laughs> yeah all the females were destroyed because takisas did not want them to uh to breed so then uh kang's um through this interaction with these dwarves who found this uh these old texts they discovered that in the uh dwarven mines of thorbarden there is rumored that somebody had kept dra female draconian eggs and were preserving them and they're hidden and so they are on a quest to go find these eggs and uh, possibly bring their race back, like, from, uh, like, certain Extinction. doom. Which is why it's called the Doom Brigade. Is, is <laughs> it's the, great. I'm loving it. Is the second book called Return of the King? <laughs> Return of the King, yes. Oh, okay. Just <laughs> Return of the King. Uh, it's actually called was, Draconian Measures. Oh, is my the, Lord. The second in I was thinking of Return of the King from Lord of the Rings. Man. Okay, sorry, fine. <laughs> I, I I I want to get back to reading fantasy, but I'm like I'm reading a lot of um like just fiction, just straight fiction lately, and man, people write some weird shit, man. <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> fiction's a weird world to be in. Uh, I'm reading a lot of Murakami. I don't know if you guys know that Japanese author, but he writes a lot of dreamlike stuff. Mm -hmm. Fucking weird, dude. But 
It's a good shit. Did I'm, you do I'm, the Wind Up Bird Chronicles? That's the one I'm reading right now. I'm like yeah, I have that as well. <laughs> yep. Have you read? Have you read through it? No, I haven't finished it. I started. Yeah, I'm halfway it through. It. It's fucking. It's fucking it's, weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's fucking weird. But I love it though. But yeah. So I'm, I, I want to read some fantasy. I have those. I should get through those first three Dragon's Lance books. I have them. Guys, yeah. So. Oh, go ahead. Uh, yes? I need a book recommendation. I read um, Ender's. Not Ender, Ender's game. Um, I'm sorry. I read. Uh, Ready Player One. Ready Player One in January. I'm almost yes. done with Man's Search for Meaning. Now I need a fiction. I'm going fiction, like nonfiction, fiction, nonfiction. So I need a fiction for March. You want a fiction for? Do you want to read Murakami with me? I mean, sure. Is it? Do you take turns reading to each other? Is it? <laughs> how many? Is it one book? Like I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking for like a. Wind Up Bird Chronicles is one book. It's a massive book. book, but yes. It's a big book, but it's one book and it's done. I'm putting it on yeah. the list. That is my March read. What is it called again? Wind Up Bird Chronicles. The Wind Up Bird Chronicles. All right, done. Yeah, that's my. Be like book. if you also wrote books. <laughs> yeah, it's it's basically if like you also yeah it's like it's like if Masaki you also oh. wrote a book. <laughs> For a second, it's I thought, just like, weird. For a second, I thought you said it's like if you also wrote books. I'm like, if I wrote books? Oh no 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 no. <laughs> nah, you also like Devil Man. You know who you are. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Yeah, Devil Man Cry Baby guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so um, it the trilogy, the one that you started with, the Autumns of um. Dragons of Autumn's Twilight, that mm-hmm. starts off like very like it feels very much like a D and D campaign because that's what it was. <laughs> so hundred percent, I I recall from when I read, it's a standard party setup. It, like yeah. the first the first event that goes down is so tavern brawl, like so tavern brawl D and D. So I've I mean, aside from the fact that the D and D logo is on the cover, <laughs> I totally was like, oh yeah, this is definitely based on a D and D campaign, like hundred percent. Yeah. So it yeah. starts off with a bunch of adventurers who already knew each other yeah. and uh their chemistry's awesome like yeah I love they all the way come they back to together yeah it's awesome and then after that after that trilogy did so well they went back and filled in all of their backstories into additional books Ooh, nice. so it goes back to like how they actually met each other and what they were doing during the time that they separated the first time and it was great and uh Raceland is by far my favorite fictional character Raceland, ever yeah the dude is cool yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Rayson's just a very interesting, complicated, very complicated character. You're not sure if he's good or evil, and that's why I love him. And he he is a mage that um, he when he was young, he was very sickly, and so then he but he wanted to make up for that with magic. But he was also terrible at magic, <laughs> and so uh, he went to um, mid school for magic and um, studied there. And eventually, when it came time for his uh, test, which uh, it, it's something that you do in order to be able to legally be able to cast spells, <clears throat> and um, so when it came time for his test to earn his robes, he during the test the um, instructor conjured up an illusion of his brother his twin brother he has a twin brother also named Caramon who is not a magician he's just a straight up fighter he's, a <laughs> and, guy. Uh, he's just a guy yeah he's a real sweetheart real big gentle giant but Rayson con- um, his instructor conjured up a an illusion of his brother and his brother defeated Rayson's opponent with magic and then Rayson turned around and killed the illusion of his brother because out of 
just jealousy. And so, and also Caramon had to watch his brother do this. So it was, <laughs> and so the instructor said, you need to learn how to appreciate life and appreciate like kindness in people, or you need to learn how to love each other or learn how, learn how to love people and those around you and not uh, be so jealous. <laughs> and so the instructor uh, cursed him with eyes that, that uh, the pupils are hourglasses and everything that Raisin sees constantly withers and rots away. Mm. And so he's cursed with that for the rest of his life. And it's, it, I don't know, a lot of the things that he says is really interesting. And Wait, Mandy. Yeah. You need to catch up to Critical Role. Is Raisin in it? <laughs> I I have actually not, seen Matt Mercer post up like how much he loves Raceland. <laughs> uh, I will not say yes or no to that question, but mm. you events are are happening in Critical Role Damn, that I need to you catch would up then. Fucking lose your shit, <laughs> apparently. So catch up. Okay, awesome. Catch up. I'm excited. We need to finish the last. You're on the, you're on that episode still. We got like two hours left. Yeah, but um. So yeah, and what was I? What was I saying before? <laughs> Hourglass rise. Uh, oh yeah, and it's a, in his progression from the becoming a hero of the lands during this war with his friends, but not. And still, you're never quite sure if he's in it to actually save the world or if he's in it for his own reasons. And then there's another trilogy called, uh, um, like, The Brothers Conflict. And it's about his quest to godhood. And it's great. <laughs> it's it very... I love him. He's such an interesting character. You're never sure if you should cheer for him or hate him. <laughs> Yeah, those are often the most interesting. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Quite indeed. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. So that's it. I love Dragonlance. It's super old and, well, not, I guess not super, from the 80s. But, uh, yeah, I'm still loving it. All right, yeah, guys. That's awesome. <clears throat> well, you know what time it is? What time is it, friend? Time to do our anime Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. So we are going to kind of scoot. We're going to scuttle our way from one podcast to another. We're gonna crab walk over. And although you know what, I just want to add that that I really enjoyed playing D and D with you guys on Saturday, dude. That was oh, so yeah. Much fun. We played D and D yesterday, and I we did. Yeah, and I think that if that uh, if our future, if, if 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 it continues to be that fun, it's gonna be a really successful additional piece of content for the listeners. And like, and I was just thinking, I was just telling Kazuo, like, watch us no longer do an anime podcast in like six months. <laughs> just we'll, play just, D&D. we'll just transfer the whole thing and make it a D and D podcast. <laughs> That's hilarious. It would be ridiculous. Oh, man. But, um, yeah. So, thanks, thank you guys for listening and tuning in and uh, helping out the podcast with all of your contributions. You know, we're, we're always here for you to provide uh, endless amounts of content for you to consume. But you know what? All good things come to an end, and we must do our anime Oscars. Yes. It's time for us to we share must. the best it's anime time. of 2018. That's right. Let's do it. So, we see you guys next week on Hobby Addicts. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Peace out. See you. Bye. Peace out.